Well, good Wednesday morning, everyone. It is the 24th of November, Thanksgiving Eve, and my title today is Peeking Behind the Curtain of Heaven. If you've ever played sports or played in an orchestra or a band or done any theater or given any kind of presentation, you know that preparation is key. Practice makes perfect, provided you practice a lot. However, athletes do not live to practice. It's the game that drives them to practice and work hard. Every team does all that work trying to win a championship or a Super Bowl or an Olympic medal. Those 60 minutes on the field is what you and everyone else will remember, not how many practices they endured. In my reality, my thinking has been shifting from thinking about the days of my life and the days in my eternity. Almost all of the thinking I've done for 68 years of living has been focused on the short game, going to elementary school, through high school, so I could get a diploma, so I could get into a good college, so I could get another diploma, so I could get a good job and make money and live a, quote, successful life, end quote. Well, listen, I was 19 years down that road chasing the American dream, but something was gnawing at me. Would I ever be successful? Could I get a good job that I would love doing that would not only provide for me, but also for a family, if that were to ever happen. So let's just, for a moment, stop the not-so-merry-go-round and consider this thought. Our time here seems to pass very slowly, and then we die. But before we die, I must tell you, things seem strange when you look back at the life you have lived and we worry, will we have enough money for retirement? What health issues will my wife and I have to deal with as we grow older? We don't know the answers to those questions. However, here is our reality. Once we die, we will be met by Jesus who will walk us through the valley of the shadow of death and into heaven. And guess what happens then? Eternity in heaven with God and everyone else who has trusted in Jesus to be their Savior will be our dwelling place forever. We will be leaving this universe controlled by the second law of thermodynamics, which says everything is running down and wearing out and moving toward death. Then we'll step into eternity where nothing is running down, going from where everything is being affected by time and age, going from bad to worse, into heaven, where there will not be any time. There will not be any sin or disease or evil or politics or wars or racism or hunger or homelessness. And what will we be doing there forever. First, we're 
going to be conformed completely to the image of Jesus. We will become, in an instant, perfectly holy. But will that mean everything we do is going to be perfect? I mean, (laughs) will every golf shot be a hole-in-one? Every bat a home run? Will there be anything we will need to or be able to learn? I'm personally hoping for a Redbox or Netflix with all the stories of the Bible available for us to see what exactly happened when David slew Goliath or Moses parted the Red Sea or when Jesus rose from the dead. Now, there are glimpses when we see God breaking through our status quo. Sometimes a crack happens in time and God works some incredible miracles. For example, he did part the Red Sea so his people could walk through on dry land. He caused water to come out of a rock. (laughs) Now, I've been really thirsty at times, but I never looked for a rock thinking there'd be water coming out of it. But water came out of this rock to quench the thirst of the people of Israel. And we're told in Exodus 12 there are about 600,000 men. And so with women and children added, they extrapolate a number of about 3 million thirsty people waiting for their turn to drink from the rock spewing out water. Not only for one day, but for 40 years and giving them food delivered to the flap of their tent daily for 40 years. We find God taking Joseph out of a false imprisonment to become the second most powerful man in the nation of Egypt. We find the three friends of Daniel tossed into a furnace that was so hot, the men who threw them in died from the heat but not the three Jews hanging out in the furnace. And behold, there was a fourth man who some believe was Jesus, or at least an angel. He eliminated the natural instinct of the hungry lions in the den when fresh meat named Daniel was plopped down on the dinner table, and he hung out there with them through the night. Jesus, he was a one-man show when it came to miracles unseen before in the history of the world. Really, a man born blind, really, receives his sight? A paralyzed man who for 38 years hangs out by the pool but just can't get in because he can't move, he can't walk, he's lame. He meets Jesus, and Jesus asks him if he wants to be healed, and he says yes, And then, after 38 years, he stands up and walks home singing and dancing and praising God. Then there were the three people who were dead and brought back to life. Not just Lazarus, but two others. And a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years, having exhausted every hope available, she was healed instantly by her faith. And then the miracle that supersedes all miracles, the beaten and broken body of our Savior, after having been slaughtered on the cross, was buried for three days, but he rose again because death could not overcome him. 
he overcame death for us, all of us who believe in him to be our Savior, the payment for all of our sins. And because of his one and only single offering, we can read and need to believe what we're told in Hebrews 10.14, quote, for by a single offering, now listen carefully, he has perfected, perfected for all time those who are being made holy. No matter how difficult this time in your life is right now, never forget that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And in his sight, we have already been perfected for all time. Even though for in the here and now, we can be transformed by the Holy Spirit who lives within us and we need to remain connected to a community of others. And then I want to close with this passage, 1 John 1, 5-7. This is the message we've heard from him and announced to you that God is light. And in him, there's no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But, listen carefully, if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Would you join me, please, today, as we walk in the light, filled with the Spirit, with our full armor of God in place, and enjoying the community of others who are walking in the light also. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Uh, Or if you're alone, that you would be alone with the Lord. Take care and goodbye.